You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. This is your host, Matt Loopy, and today we are rounding out the last two picks of the Eagles draft class with Prince Tego Inago and then later on with Casey Tuhill. Um, really excited to dive into these prospects a little bit deeper, talk about what they can bring to the table, obviously getting to, into the later rounds. Um, you're trying to talk about what they would, what their upside would be to the team if they're going to make the team, um, what they can improve on. So there's going to be a good amount of strengths, but there's going to be a good amount of weaknesses as well. And we're going to see if they have a chance of making the final roster come August and September. So first off with Prince Tega, if you guys haven't heard about him already, um, he grew up in Nigeria and he was a swimmer, he played soccer and basketball. So he was just an all around good athlete and he ended up getting a scholarship to a school in Alabama. Um, I believe this was like a high school and he was playing basketball there, <clears throat> and then he started working on his football game, and he once he got into that um, academy in Alabama, he started playing football and um, really just took off. Um, they, they liked his athletic ability, his size, <clears throat> and um, it ended up getting him to Auburn. So really good, uh, really good athlete. Um, his background is very inspiring. He came from Nigeria, and... I believe it was just $20 and at 16 years old, he came to the United States with a dream and $20 in his pocket. And now he's in the NFL. So really cool to follow his story. And I hope that he can achieve all those future dreams that he's going to have. And, um, it's actually very interesting because he's actually a real prince. His grandfather was, um, the king of his village in Nigeria. So he is actually a prince. It's not just his unique first name. Um, he's technically royalty, uh, back where he's from. So that was a cool little thing that I found from Prince Tega. So first off reading about Prince Tega and watching him, he really reminds me of Jordan Mailata. Jordan Mailata was brought into the Eagles organization as a late round pick a couple of years ago. He was a rugby player and they really just picked him for his overall athletic ability and tried to transition him to a football player. Obviously, Prince Dega has a little bit more upside to him. He has more experience than Mylotta had coming into the NFL. However, he picked up the sport pretty late in his career, later than um, most other NFL players because they started when they were very young and uh, improved their skill set throughout their childhood, uh, their teenage years, and then now their manhood. But Prince Tega, he started in high school and college. That was his first exposure to football. Um, he gained a lot of weight. When he was trying to learn the football game and how to get be bigger and better um, but all in all he's just a very raw athlete he had one year of high school experience so i think um his lack of experience really concerns me however his athletic ability is a huge upside the fact that the eagles picked him and he was selected in the draft uh, with very little experience shows that he is just an all-around gifted athlete and he has all the upside in the world of being a good tackle 
Um, he's a good pass protector. I'm going to run through his strengths here real quick that I saw from his tape. Um, he has a pretty good um, athletic ability to be a left tackle um, at Auburn. He was left tackle, and then new offensive lineman Jack Driscoll was the right tackle. So the Eagles got both of them. Jack Driscoll, I mentioned a couple of days ago, how he has the ability to slide inside as a guard, but also possibly as a center down the road. So um, Driscoll is more versatile, but Prince Tega is more the true left tackle. I think just because that's a very difficult position to step into, he'll probably be a swing tackle and be able to play left and right if an injury happens. But Right now, it looks like Prince Tega and Jordan Mailata are going to be competing for that backup tackle role, which is very intriguing because I just compared them together about their backgrounds and just overall athletic ability. I think selecting Prince Tega and Jack Driscoll in the same draft really um, complements. Their skill sets complement each other well because what one player has, the other player doesn't. What one player doesn't have, the other player has. Prince Tega, um, he has a lot of power and great footwork by watching him. He can throw people around. He can move laterally to clog the holes. Um, he, Jack Driscoll, when we talked about him, I'm not going to shine the light on him too much just because we already had a podcast about him a couple of days ago, but Driscoll didn't have the desired power. He needs to get a little bit stronger, a little bit more sturdy, and um, just didn't have as quick a feat as Prince Tega has. Prince, I mean, it just comes from his athletic ability. He can, he played basketball, so obviously he's got good footwork, good power from that, but also just swimming, soccer. Um, you know, he's got the athletic ability to fall back on. That's what he gets. That's where he gets his foot agility, his lateral movement, mobility from. Um, he's got pretty good range uh, as a left tackle. He can um, allow the edge rusher to get behind him. They're not behind him, but around him on a speed move, and then he can he can counter it really well and get his feet around with those quick feet, slide back, and um, make sure the pocket isn't going to collapse on his quarterback. So he's pretty active um, in pass protection. He can move around very well, like I said. His hands are pretty strong. He can get those up and make sure that he's blocking the defender very well. Um, he you know, has a f- couple of hand moves. He, he puts some swats and some punches in there to make sure that he's interfering with the pass, pass rusher's moves and technique and getting in their face a little bit, knocking them down. But um, all in all, I think just his flexibility, his mobility, his lateral movement really sticks out to me because he's pretty quick. And it's hard to get past him because he's just so quick. He can adjust to anything so fast. I think that's very important in the NFL because the defenses, just like offenses in the NFL, defenses are getting much faster, much more powerful. So having a guy like Prince Tega who can adjust to that is going to be very important for the offensive line. The one weakness that I have with Prince Tega with uh, Jack Driscoll as well is just holding the block long enough. His blocking in the run game is pretty questionable because he's just, um, his hand placement isn't that great. He doesn't have the um, ability to hold the block well enough to make the hole, to create the open hole for his running back. So I think just making sure he gets that sturdy frame and uh, make sure he's playing with more power, better hand technique, and pushing the players back instead of letting the pocket collapse and clog those holes, I think would be important in the run game for him. Um, he's, he's a big dude. Obviously, very big for an offensive offensive tackle, but um, his arms aren't that strong. He needs to make sure that he can, um, you know, compensate for that. Because if he can't get that initial long reach out there on a on a 
speed rusher or edge rusher, whatever it may be, um, then he's got to make sure that he can back that up. And um, he can't use an excuse as having short arms. So um, getting those arms up and out early, but also using his awesome um, mobility and that lateral mobility to make sure that his feet are moving just as quick quick as his arms are um, is going to be very important. So um, that's not really something you can work on. That's just his frame. So I think just making sure that he's working on other parts, like getting quicker, getting faster, and improving his hand technique will definitely um, overcompensate for not having the biggest reach out there. Lastly, I think Prince Tega just ultimately needs more experience. When you watch him, he looks very similar play by play. Um, I know a lot of offensive tackles, they have that big first step and they look pretty similar, but um, it's not much discrepancy compared. I mean, when you watch most offensive linemen, there's a little bit different um, play to them every single play. They can adjust to a lot of uh, different players that they're facing, different factors, different uh, plays that the offense is running. But however, Prince Tega, he's pretty predictable. Um, he looks the same in most of the most of the sets, especially the passing sets. So I think he just needs to make sure that he um, doesn't give the play away just from his technique. And um, he's adjusting to the, the defense and not reacting on what play that the offense is running. I think that's just going to come with experience, making sure that he gets a couple more moves um, with his hands and his feet to make sure that he's not letting the pocket collapse on him, on his quarterback um, in Carson Wentz, but also just making sure that um, he's being more effective and just more powerful, pushing people around and improving in the run game like I just mentioned. And his fit with the team, I understand that Prince Tega was a late-round pick. However, I think he's in a pretty good situation to make this final roster because the Eagles' offensive line was a very, very underrated need this offseason because um, you're going from your amazing starters in Andre Dillard, who still needs to prove himself a little bit more, Isaac Sayamalu, who's solid, Brandon Brooks, you know what you're getting out of him, Jason Kelsey, you know what you're getting out of him, as along with Lane Johnson on the right side. Um, but beyond that, the depth just isn't there. They're missing out on Jason Peters. Yeah, he might be back. Uh, missing out on Vitae, you're missing out on a couple other guys that you lost and over the years, but also just the backups. You got Nate Herbig at center, Matt Pryor as guard tackle, Jordan Mailata, who hasn't really seen the field yet. So it's very questionable. You see a lot of times when an Eagles offensive lineman gets hurt, the game just falls out of favor because they don't have the skill players to bring in and replace them. So Prince Tega can definitely um, bring a lot to, to the Eagles because he's just naturally a good athlete and they can um, focus on his strengths more than exposing his weaknesses if he has to step in and play a couple of downs uh, for the Eagles this upcoming season. But like I said, I think he's in a pretty good position to make the team just because of the lack of depth. I think Prince Tega and um, Jack Driscoll are probably going to be making that final roster and they're going to be competing for some pretty significant significant play time. Obviously, they're not going to be um, starters by any means or cracking into any significant snaps, but by significant, I mean if an injury happens or someone just goes down, they're probably going to be the next options to go in. So I think this is an important offseason for them to make sure they improve on those weaknesses because if they have to step into the game, the Eagles don't want to have to adjust their entire offense because their one offensive lineman can't play well. Um, this is a big opportunity for them to step up because they know, um, I mean, you know Brandon Brooks has been 
banged up a little bit. Same with Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey's played through almost everything, so you can't really, um, you know, criticize him for much. Andre Dillard is still unproven in my mind. Lane Johnson needs to uh, make sure that he's always healthy. So if an injury does happen, which is, um, you know, most likely expected. I mean, that that could be with every single NFL team. There's five guys on an offensive line. For them to all stay healthy the full year is um, a lot to ask for. So Jack Driscoll and Prince Tega have a big opportunity to be able to step up and play the game. So my fit with the Eagles, I think he's good because he fits that athletic mold, fits that backup tackle position. He could probably swing between the left and the right and has the power. He has the quickness to make sure that he can um, – have his athletic ability to translate onto the field, but he also has a few weaknesses to improve on. I think he's going to be able to improve those this offseason and throughout the season. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be making the final roster be, just because there's not a lot of depth at the position right now. So there's my take on Prince Tega Wanago. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, this is the second to the last Eagles draft pick. I hope you guys are enjoying these mini segments about analyz- analyzing um, all the draft picks that the Eagles made. I'm really taking a deep look at to what I see on tape, their strengths, their weaknesses, and um, how they're fitting in with the team. So thank you again for your support. Hope you're enjoying these. And if you're not doing so already, please make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform. Follow us on social media and catch us next time for more Birds Banter. Go Birds!